Hello, Sanjay. Hello. Hello, good morning. You have muted yourself again. I think you want to speak in silence. <laughs> yes, true. But uh, um, there is a question as well. Yes. Uh, yes. You can hear me now, can't you? Uh, uh, the question being um, if, um, sorry, uh, what, what, sorry, sorry, let me uh, just try to. Um, what is the value of compassion when um, when um, sorry um, we are being pointed to the the, the, the witness state uh, the witnessing state? Uh, I'm just to, to, sorry, I'm not putting this question together very well, but uh, um, I, I did. Do you know what I mean? Um, uh, Uh, I'm sorry, Sanjay. It's just not coming out properly. <laughs> so you, I think you are trying to say that what is the value of compassion in witnessing? Is that right? Uh, uh, yes, I, I, I think it, it is. You know, like from many paths, we're we're we're, we're told that. Um, you know, we're, we're urged to, to be compassionate and that. But um, from, uh, you know, a non-dual um, aspect, um, you know, we're, to, we're uh, urged to be uh, being, or being in the witness state. So do, do you know what that means? There seems to be a divide between the two. Okay, that's a very good question. And, and I'll try my best to explain you. Compassion is the self. Self is always infinite compassion. Because everything belongs to self. And for an example sake, people are very much uh, attached to their own family and they can do anything for their family or for their kids. But they will not do anything for someone who is living in another country or having the same situation because they have no attachment to that. And compassion is attachment to everything equally, undivided, pure, not me, mine, which the selfish ego divides things. You don't have to develop compassion. That is what I'm trying to say when you stay as a witness compassion is your nature compassion you don't have to develop the qualities you know in every organized religion there are things that speak truth don't steal help others and all those things and they are good and uh, sometimes you can follow these things sometimes you can't follow these things when it comes to compassion, maybe whatever teachings you have learned, you think compassion is good and compassion is important. But to develop compassion looks very odd. We are that compassion. When you are witnessing, when you are not in the ego mode, even if you don't want to be compassionate, you can't stop it. <laughs> So, witnessing is that pure state which has all those qualities, I should say, which we all are longing for. Um, so, so, it's not like you are changing your personality. You are getting rid of that person. And then what is left is that beautiful, pure awareness, that nameless, formless, in all of us, for it to unfold, you have to go, you have to disappear in the way what you think you are as a person who is trying to achieve, he is reaching some goal or have less compassion or whatever it is. And that is why you do just one thing and it will settle away everything. 
So that is what I can tell you about this. Thank you, Sen. Thank you, Sanjay. Thank you, David. Anyone has any question? Yes, Suzanne. Yes, Suzanne. Go ahead. Suzanne wants to say something? Unmute yourself, Suzanne. Can you hear me now? Yes, yes. I just wanted to say to give what I think was a little sample of some compassion. Um, the other, on Wednesday, when you were giving your satsang, and I was sitting there, I was minding a dog, and the dog was having, I think, a nightmare, because it's an old dog. And I did, I was watching you, and I didn't want to leave, you know. But then I looked over, and then what came to me was, what would Bhagavan do? What would Sri Ramanam do? And I just got up and just sort of tapped him mm. and he settled and I came back. And it's not that I'm a dog lover. I'm not really a dog lover. But it's following the, the teachings and thank you to all the postings that people put because I knew nothing about them. But simple life I think helps us as well. That's all I want to say. Thank yes, you. yes, it is it is practical. It's not something people think and they've made a concept of non-duality, witnessing as you have to sit in a cave, you can't move, you can't do anything. That doership goes away, but the body still does something. And I think it does beautifully everything and intuitively it does the right thing at the right time. So there's no conflict between... Um, being the self and not not in a way what ego always say helping others or doing good to others it always does good only it is it is its quality it even it can't resist because it has no purpose left for itself you know when a person is doing whatever he or she is doing in this world. It's all about what for me, how can this activity can fulfill me, whether it's my health, my happiness, money for my family or for my community or for my religion. So it's all about me, mine, my. But if there is, let's say that reference point is not there, it has disappeared forever, then what is left? Then actually no thing is left. There is thing is, we think this body is a thing. This is a thing for that owner who thinks he is this body. The moment this concept, this illusion disappears, there is no reference point, what for me? It, when it disappears, then whether you call it compassion, whether you call that everything is the same, whatever is it is, it is everything is same. This body and other bodies, and not just the human bodies, but animal body or plant body, or things which people think are inanimate, everything is same. Because in everything, 
substrata is the same essence is that same pure awareness you just have to discover your own self and you know the truth you don't have to find self in everyone you find self in you and everything is done it is so beautiful it is all tricks of the mind it takes us that what about this if i am witnessing how can i help others or how can i do something else but it just sorts out things in the most beautiful way i'm pretty sure so many things uh, which we think are important they just disappear lot of things loses their importance because it is the ego which binds so many concepts so many things together and when it is gone the i root is gone the whole tree of ego and its projections disappear and so we almost always say there is nothingness or there is emptiness because there is so much of spaciousness freedom liberation from that constricted identity which is very suffocating only a seeker knows this how suffocating this ego is or this i amness is and when you get released from it how much contentment and peace you experience within and also in the world all the chatter of the mind goes away or even if there are thoughts they don't hold any ground on you and then who will meditate on whom and the only thing left is gratitude or thank you and again thank you to whom but you still say thank you to that pure self which has manifested in you it's like it has chosen you to show you reality and then someone can say i have done so many things i have put efforts struggled but the one who thinks he is putting effort that disappears so no one even can claim this freedom that i have done it then i gone what is left is that pure self anyone else has any question or to tell something
Madhuri, you wanted to ask something, I believe? Yeah, my questions are very basic. I think most of them know the answer. So, uh, but, uh, but if you want, I can ask. Yeah, yeah, go uh, ahead. So the first thing, uh, Sanjay, I want to ask is, I was doing this, before I start, uh, my name is Madhuri. Uh, I'm from Austin, Texas. Um, uh, I joined the group today for the first time. I was like uh, hunting on to join since one month, but this today it happened. So thank you, thank you very much, Sunday, for allowing me to join the group. Thank so you. So I was doing this uh, practice uh, since many years, but I didn't have any uh, live mentor who is who has walked the path and who can give me guidance. So. Luckily, I, 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 I saw uh, Sanjay's videos and then I would perhaps when Ramana says that, you know, be the witness, abide in the self and uh, be the witness. So what I understand and what I was practicing is suppose if I'm talking to you, I inwardly see my body talking and I am trying to be the witness of the way I'm sitting the way I'm moving my hands, the way I'm talking. So it was initially very difficult. I was you know, coming out and in. I didn't know what I should witness, what I should see. So now I just try myself as much as possible to, uh, when I'm opening the door, my hand is touching the handle, the touch feeling, when I'm speaking, the tongue movement, everything I'm trying to get into that subtle mode of witnessing is what is uh, this is what Ramana meant, Sanjay? Or uh, I just want you to correct me mm -hmm. whether whether I understood it correctly. Uh, I should say that that is not correct witnessing, because what you are doing is you are paying more attention to each movement of the body, how the body is moving. That is just attention to the body movements, isn't it? that you are opening the door or you are doing something. So you are, you are more attentive to the moment. But you know, this attention in us can be less. Sometimes you wake up in the morning, you might be very drowsy and you know, energy levels are low. You, you are not paying attention to things. Sometimes your mind is not active and you are not understanding what is happening, interaction with patients or you know, whatever other family member, whatever you're doing. So we all go through these phases in which attention is less. Witnessing is not an entity, but an awareness which is not involved in the acts. It is not an entity. It is not the body's actions which we have to witness. Actually, as a matter of fact, it's not even thoughts which we have to witness. But in that witnessing mode, these things are happening in front in a sense. Let's say you move backward from where you can see everything what is unfolding. And the first thing you will see is this ahem, this ahankar or ego, which is the root of all our intentions then thoughts and then actions. If we move, recede, we can see that how it creates a situation or how it plans things. You know, that, that I amness in us. Witnessing that, something even can witness that, but when we are too much involved in our ego mode, we cannot be a witness to that. That is real witnessing, not the actions of the body. Actions of the body comes very late. Then it is already too late. Even thoughts comes after some intention. And intention comes from that ego mode. The one which thinks I am this and I have to. So watch that. When you watch that, what happens is you are paying attention to that I thought or that which holds this ground 
that I have to do this because for this body or mind or whatever. When you witness that or you just observe, that starts disappearing. And that is beautiful opening because now you know that there is where you as a whatever entity end in that witnessing, isn't it? And you can call it a pure witnessing because this one who is witnessing has no personal interest in your actions. It is, it is very, very uninvolved. It is just, and this is the first time you will understand that you are so impersonal. There is nothing personal about Madhuri. It is just the name given, there is a body, there is a work and all this what conditioning of our life, our upbringing, we think we are an entity. First time when we can witness that ego from that impersonal presence, that is itself, is a, that is the opening and, and from there you now know what to hold on to that awareness from where you can see how this ego unfolds and how it creates and how it so you are now holding on to the root of it the moment you hold on to the root you don't have to do anything just your this pure observation melts it away and observation in the kit like i just gave the example of a body but i also try to observe like, my emotions uh, while, while they are arising and also like uh, if I see the anger, I know that yeah, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. So, so that witnessing at the mental level, witnessing at the physical level, witnessing the emotional level, is that That's That's okay, yeah, but witnessing at the, at the level of where any intention is arising whether that whether that is arising from this ego you understand that this whatever actions the body does before that it plans something isn't it it goes into a thought form before thought it goes as an intention and whether that intention is coming from the ego or coming as a presence that is the difference isn't it whether it is for me or whether it is for every so the moment you see from there all your emotions and all your thoughts they all come from that ego only and ego main thing is that i that i root so try to hold on to that i root rather than to the thoughts thoughts comes only after that i root is there for pure presence, there is no need of thoughts because there is no intention. This is such a desireless state that it does not need help of the thoughts to live or to sustain life. It just continues the way the life will take it. Understand all thoughts serves our ego. With, with continue, what you are doing is very right. You continue, but you will reach this thing more clearly. There will be more clarity in you, what I am talking to you. That just not the body actions or emotions or thoughts. You will come to this further recede where when this intention is arising, that I root. Because Bhagwan puts it so beautifully, he says that if you try to nullify each thought, it is like leaves on a tree. You pluck one, another come, pluck one. Normal human beings get 60 to 80,000 thoughts in a day. You will be a mad person if we, then maybe someone will be thinking we are moving hands and we are getting rid of this thought, that thought, you know, oh my God, that would be a disaster in a way. But if we go further back and see for whom these thoughts are arising, if you can put this question, the answer will be to this ego, this I. And then just be aware of that. 
you are aware of that will disappear that that is the beauty there will be no answer coming out of it only silence so try to go further back recede further and you will see it sometimes it is noticeable very clearly other times it might be a bit difficult when you are in the midst of emotions and mind attack and so much then you can't do witnessing the best time to witnessing is when you are peaceful calm when there are no major issues going on in life that is the time when you can build your strength to go back as that substratum i think david wants to ask something madri do you have anything else Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, Devin, go ahead. Yes, Sanjay. Uh, just on, on that. Um, uh, so, what? What? Um, sorry, I'm having trouble getting my questions out this morning. Um, uh, so, are we? Are you advising that we should be trying to catch the personal eye as much as possible during our days? Yeah. Yeah. not uh, not even catching but just be aware of it the moment you are aware yeah. it yeah. Yeah. it um, it shies away it starts yeah. receding okay okay i think ben for the most of us is it is it purely that or uh, and, and just you know doing our reading and our set songs etc or 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 other further steps that we should also um adopt i think everything helps okay okay thank you ben you want to ask something um i i wanted to just report uh something that is related to uh to the practice um It, it, it's kind of funny. Uh, the, the other day, uh, I had um, a video of uh, Anamalai Swami uh, enlightenment coming in the feed of of YouTube, and uh, uh, it's an episode. Uh, it's the bathroom episode when he decided to leave the ashram to go to Parapati. Yes, I, I think. And uh, I decided to uh, to have a nap after reading the story, and um, it, I think it was for the first time that I was really in peace, and uh, I was able to to be in this uh, witnessing mode, um, no tension, and I, I was about to go to sleep, but. I was able to to see that I wasn't sleeping, but no thought, uh, no sensation, and I thought I was there for like one or two hours, but actually it was like for ten minutes. And it was like you said at this moment it was very clear for the first time. Uh, I saw the the sensation in the body and and the first thought. saying um what time is it that was kind of weird. um and i i remember i i tried to to do the practice to always look um to witness and um it was very clear for the first time um to not having any ego or attachment or any desires for even uh, watching, you know. Uh, um, and I tried to look, uh, but there was nothing to look, nothing, no form. Very, very weird, very weird. No concept actually to be able to to put on this awareness. Um, but still, it's there. I can. I can feel it. It's very tiny, I think, but it's uh, it's there. How long ago and, it uh, happened, Ben? So how many how many days back? Uh, it, it was on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. It was on Tuesday. I, I'm 
I'm, I'm taking this 10 week uh, course with you and uh, and you were just after and uh, I had uh, one or two hours uh, to be free and uh, it, the story of Anamale Swami came and I had uh, the, the urge to read it and I think it helped it's, it's, uh, it's grace grace is uh, it is playing a big role and um, yeah uh, grace, grace is helping uh, I, I, I actually want to say this but if I say this then people will get very upset because the ego always wants to do something it wants to achieve it wants to be a doer and then reach the self and what you are saying is exactly true but you still have to give people to play a toy in that sense because what I'm saying is that what you have that concept conceptless witnessing that is what you have to be but to have to be you have to give up what you are not what you are not now what you are not is what the one who is trying to be the self so that has to go now how that will go that will go when you look very keenly how this life we are leading from where and and by that witnessing in which we can see where that intention arises to do everything coming from the ego mode the moment you witness that the shift will happen if your intention is so pure no technique is needed because that's what we all are now ben when you are saying that it was big and it is getting small i would say how small that awareness is it is that eternal awareness maybe there's a big thick cloud of mind has come over and it is like taking over and it is giving you it is reporting to you about this as a story but don't buy this story of the mind you are that pure awareness how big how thick how long that mind cloud stays doesn't matter you are now you know your truth you be you are that truth be with that truth and whatever the mind how the mind will come to you only as thoughts or it has gone away or you know it wasn't it will take it only as an experience because mind has no clue mind cannot report it you know this is the problem because there are scriptures written hundreds thousands nobody can explain self the one who tries to explain more actually confuses others more because it is not an entity it has no form it is not an experience so don't take this opening as an experience take this ex opening as you and you are so once you have seen the sun and it is now covered by cloud doesn't matter you know there is sun you are that sun and that is why i will say to you don't buy what your mind says in form of thoughts you are that even if the mind has taken over you stay in your that pure presence you know what it is and you know how you felt or things were for you just be that that is more than enough it is so beautiful it is all grace actually i have to say this because the one who keeps looking 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 one day he has to be humble has to have some humility and has to surrender and has to be a devotee that's why you know this term devotee is so beautiful you know ramana's devotees 
because disciples is like fell short of that relationship with the teacher because disciple can be a disciple of someone else and he can find another teacher but devotee means whether he gets anything or not he is just devotee whether bhagwan accepts him or not he is a devotee like he has decided that this is what this teaching is and this is what my teacher is and this is what i'll do and that is a beautiful relationship once you get into their grace flows flows incessantly it just takes over everything it floods you right now you are thinking the mind has come don't worry the grace is there grace is infinite grace is eternal you are that grace and this experience i would say if you are even calling it an experience your mind is calling an experience write it down and only thing what you can do is just say thank you to that grace thank you to that self and uh, and that's all there is nothing else to be done nobody can do anything we talk about all the practices and self inquiry and all but there it takes you it takes you it leaves you at the door of grace and then the grace pulls you that is truth there is nothing else because the one who is trying who is questioning that has to disappear when that disappears what is left is self so good to know that ben very nice thank you for sharing with all of us so nice so nice thank you sanjay thank, thank you. you thank you ben thank you Madhuri wants to ask I can see your hand you have to unmute yourself madhuri yeah just continuing the uh, previous questions and just so maybe um being always in the mode of the way we are like uh, brought up from childhood like doing 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 maybe that i feel that you know when when that word abide in self and you when you were explaining and when i even heard in other videos i think mentally i'm still searching for a for a technique or something which you know uh, where i can become from like effort to effortless travel from putting effort and then to become effortless so in that mode uh, uh, when i was just trying more to understand uh in robert robert adam silence of the heart in the book and moji they give starting they give one technique for the beginners like that they say like when you breathe in say i and then you breathe out say i am or certain techniques which i started doing because i used to think that every time i used to try this witnessing i used to fall back thinking that maybe i'm not yet there i need to do some things to make myself to come to that threshold to at least understand and be that so i started practicing these and uh, when i and then slowly i came to a place where i started witnessing my thoughts my emotions my my body but still as i'm saying i still feel that i did not that uh, the the very glimpse of uh, that statement self abidance can you suggest me any anything where i can 
again it's coming to doing i i don't know my language is again asking what should i do so uh, is there anything you can at least suggest me to at least to get the glimpse of what exactly ramana means or by saying self abidance of being being the self or um i do understand you're saying to remove that doing but again my thinking pattern is so still in that path of what should i do some sort of a thing hope you understand what i am trying to ask yeah look uh, the thing is that whatever you are asking it has to come from the thinking mind that is so true self will never never ask question you know self is pure presence it has no doubts about anything so moving from person to this presence of self when we say it is a journey mind always ask questions mind is not a witness mind doesn't know any witnessing mind is the doer mind is putting efforts it's all about mind only and i am saying to you that just borrow one thing from this mind attention because attention is also part of the mind isn't it so borrow only just one thing from this mind attention and use that attention to find the witness so the mind can only take you to that level where it can watch itself its thoughts its emotions bodily movements it cannot take you beyond that because there is this i amness in that now the the biggest disentanglement has to happen at this level where this witness is tainted it has this ego it has this um, that it is watching but it is accomplice of these thoughts and actions and doership now when you stay as a witness watching this whole game where it has started the root cause of identifying with this body and mind as yours here the disentanglement will happen and this will happen partly because you are now at that witnessing from where you can see how things are unfolding this is like the best place uh, let's say you are watching a theater or a big event and you have the best seat from where you can watch everything what is happening when you stay here as even let's say a tainted witness which is also involved ego and this attention is also part of the mind but staying there a beautiful thing happens because you are so much longing for it you have so much of interest in it you are dedicating whatever time you have for it with all your intensity this self will suck you in in a way it will and this but you have to come up to that door in a sense i am just trying to there is no right word even to explain it just sucks you in it it just this personality this person this all concept they disappear exactly like what ben just explained his experience what mind is saying experience but that is reality but you but you have to put efforts up to there at least so what you are doing is correct there is but you have to it will it will refine itself what you are doing from there onwards the witnessing will refine itself more and more and it will be mixed and then it will be more clear so this unfoldment or disentanglement with this ego mode will has to happen at that there but the complete opening is only grace and that happen so you know we use uh, there is a term i don't know what is the best in english but patrata like you have to be the right deserving deserving yeah so to be the deserving candidate you have to reach at least up to the door of that examination hall or whatever it is you know you have to throw, so effort will take you up to there and that jump is is work of grace so 
putting right efforts, right intentions, with all humility, you can be at the door and the grace will take you there. That's what I should say. And But yes, you have to put effort. So we can't say it is all grace and I don't have to do. When you know, then you know grace is. The moment you know, the moment this opening comes, then you know it is all the work of grace. But before that, this ego mode always thinks that I am doing and I am putting efforts and all. And so even I would say, even if you, you are putting efforts, don't call it that I am putting efforts because we are giving power to the ego mode only, isn't it? Put efforts, do best. Like it is like, you know, you are helping someone and just keep telling I am helping others, I am helping others. Then how others will feel? They will feel that this person has so much of ego, you know. If you are helping others, why to tell others? Same in this journey also. This We have to be very cautious. It is very fine thing. Ego can continue in so many ways. Even on as a seeker in, in, in religious. So we have to we have to come to this witnessing in all that's why as Bhagwan puts and I think it's so important that not just this method but surrendering devotion bhakti that is very important that also uh, you know another uh, you have got tool to finish this ego so you can use both together there's no uh, so so multi-domain approach is good and as David was asking, then what about satsang? Yeah, if you think you need some help and then, yeah, ask each other. That That is also very important, you know. Viniti, you want to ask Thank anything? You. Thank you, Madhuri. Thank you. Hello, Viniti. Can you hear me? Yes, yes. Uh, hi, good morning, Sanjay. Good morning. Firstly, very, very grateful to you for the last six months since I joined the group. Uh, my question uh, is related to uh, sleep. Uh, when I sleep well, I think I find, you know, um, it's much, much easier to meditate to remove those cluttered thoughts, to just do whatever and keep mind just on whatever is being done or not being done or just listen. So it's much easier uh, when sleep is not that great. Uh, there is a bit more, uh, much more good, although the meditation does uh, help bring back uh, to that clarity. Um, so I wanted to just get your uh, comments about sleep and uh, our practices. Look, awareness is the same, whether you sleep good or sleep bad, or have no sleep, or you are in waking. So, Probably you can look into sleep hygiene, I should say, if sleep you think is an issue. But um, I don't think I have to comment too much about it. Early morning awakenings are good to contemplate, to sit in solitude, having a set routine, going to bed at the same time every day, not having tea or coffee or any fizzy drinks or alcohol before you go to bed. Or as a matter of fact, I would say, try to avoid alcohol. So I can only talk like, <laughs> like a doctor about sleep hygiene and all those things, you know, having a warm shower, having a massage, some good, you know, um, do whatever works for your sleep. If you think sleep is important and sleep is important for everyone. Yes, when you are sleeping well, you are, you can, you are more attentive in daytime to, you know, be more aware of things and uh, to put efforts into your practice. That is for sure. So look for the sleep hygiene. If sleep hygiene 
has not done any good to you, then try melatonin. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, thank you. Uh, okay, thank you. Thank you. I know, I know it does help. You know, obviously, ever since I did start meditation, then my sleep is far better. Yeah, it, it, even meditation and your practices that you talk about, and you know, the uh, no thought um, uh, but alertness, uh, uh, with alertness, and uh, no thought with alertness. All those uh, things that we I practice during the meditation, you know, um, and during the day, uh, all those things are really helping with the sleep as well. Looks, looks I mean, like and my sleep is not this. Yeah. Mm. So Great. you have some sleep issues. Is, is that right? Yeah, exactly. And you know, it's mostly related to uh, because I'm 71. And it's more related to, you know, more uh, bones and things like that, which, which uh, the aches, which wake me up. Uh, I think the practices have really helped. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Somehow this morning session looks more like an evening session today, but anyway, it's good. Whatever, you know, it has to happen. It's always good to, you know, share your experiences, your practices. Anyone wants to share their practice or experience or whatever it is. I have to say something about uh, this whole knowing of self whatever method you use One thing which will definitely work for you is if this is the only desire you have with purest intention, it will happen. It will reflect in your eyes. It will reflect in in how you take it. For another person, it might not reflect because you might still be working taking care of family, whatever it is, but internally you are pulled in so much so that you are like a ghost doing things, but your all energy is within. And how someone has so much of longing, so much of interest is again, I believe is like grace working within you. It pulls you in. Because, you know, in this world, there are so many things which can entice you. It's so attractive. We have a Chatston shopping center in Melbourne, not very far from where I live. And you go, there are shops and shops and shops and very attractive shops and a lot of people. And it's like you come into Sansara, you're walking through this shopping center and you're not buying anything, you're not stopping anywhere. You are just in your own place. You keep going, 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 going. It is like, uh, I don't know, it is like absolute is um, (laughs) testing whether you think all the satisfaction and happiness are in these shops of Sansara or is it within you? And, And he has given us this parcel, this packet within us and we don't even care to open it to see that this is that jewel and we look all these jewels in these shops what are they selling in relationships in things 
in objects and uh, we don't look here and then somehow again it's grace that we look within and we open this packet and we find that it is infinite bliss like it's a blank check and eternal and without suffering and within us and we were we were holding it for so long and looking outside and every time when we were looking outside we were fooled we were doped so many times we thought that this is something which we achieve i'll be happy and then that happiness was only momentarily and then slipped away and then again we are looking for something else if you see the whole sansara let's say you sit uh, on a satellite see the whole world how people are moving or you can go into a busy intersection of a city you can see times square in new york or maybe federation square in melbourne how people are running stop few people ask them where are they going what are they achieving what are they doing everyone is just so busy this is all maya illusion has gripped everyone don't think anyone is more smarter than you everyone has been fooled how educated you are whatever job you do everyone is in that grip and then someone has some opening who pauses reflects contemplates looks within and finds within but that one person looks mad in this mad world isn't it because it is all about what the majority are if the majority are mad then that clever person will look mad isn't it but but it happens it will happen if you are interested because we have never looked within but if you look within practice will come to you and refinement of practice will happen and from practice or efforts it will be just nothing will be left understand all these concepts and conditioning and our identity and what we think which we have gathered with lot of efforts now we have to put efforts to get rid of it that's all it is and it is in a way doable you can come back home but it's like you are going through a shopping mall and you are collecting the stuff and you have created all this clutter around now coming back home you have to get rid of all this clutter empty 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 we are lost in our own maze of the mind we are not the mind give away ownership of mind if you give away ownership of mind that is more than enough because it is coming for that ego but if you give up ownership if you don't entertain any thought slowly these thoughts will fade up leaving you in this blissful state of your own without any concepts thank you everyone have a blessed weekend thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you sanjay thank you damaji thank you everyone thank you sanjay